And welcome back to the Bina Starring Podcast. My name is Ethan Cohen. I'm here with Josh and Yehuda. How are you guys welcome doing? Welcome, guys, to What's the podcast. good, boys mm. and girls? Appreciate and appreciate the following. Honestly, I think just a little shout-out to our fans. Shout-out. Yeah. Is there any particular fan that you want to shout-out? I want to shout somebody out. Shout them out. You know who you are. Oh. That's it. <laughs> who's that? Does the person actually know who they are? Yeah, the person on shouting them, they know who they are. Is there anyone you want to shout out, Yehuda? I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I want to shout out my wife for being so supportive and listening to every pod and spreading spreading the Judaism and the love. I would like to shout out Aton for making me look like such a trash person for not shouting out my wife. I know, I know. I'm going to say that also. <laughs> and I want to shout out Yehuda's <laughs> child. Yehuda's child, Kana. She has two teeth. Can I show you the picture? She has two teeth. In the front? Persians, when the, when the kid starts growing out teeth, they throw a party. Oh, oh I can do And they serve a certain stew and dish and everyone comes together. They, they eat what, it together. They just it's a bit excessive. <laughs> I've never teeth. heard this in my entire life. Whenever, whenever, whenever. Whenever, whenever. does that have to do with teeth? Whenever, just to give you everybody an idea, it's a green stew with beans and spaghetti. Like pasta, yeah. Why? Because it's like a mush? Is that, is that why? What does do? that have to do with teeth? That's, That's a Persians great question. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I feel like. I've been to like seven Ashrashta parties. Is it called Ashrashta I don't know what it's called. I'm calling it an Ashrashta party. Everybody that's listening is going to know what I'm talking about. Josh isn't so Persian, not as Persian as me. But if you're real Persian, you're going to know that you've been to these Ashrashta parties and you don't know why it's down, but you enjoy the Ashrashta. Listen, man, go set up your Noru's parties. Yehuda wants to say something. What are you saying, bro? Yeah, I think that every sect of Judaism. Has their own like let's fuck shit. We specifically are sad whenever we can. Like whenever we can be sad, there's always an excuse like someone got married. Let's ball our eyes out out yeah. of real sadness. You know, mm-hmm. someone's dying. Let's, well, let's obviously sad. But and then Persians, I feel like are always trying to excuse like make a party. Someone yeah, died. They just want to celebrate. Let's celebrate his life. He would right. have wanted uh, our shit. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, Tom. I heard you got a question from a fan. Now, I want to just. Can I say something? See. Questions it. are appreciated, and if we did not get to your question, it's not because it was terrible. It's because you are terrible. Okay, so this question is from Yaakov B. Do you know his last name, or is, or is, or is it posted as Yaakov B? It's posted as Yaakov B. And even if he did say his last name, I wouldn't say it live. We're not trying to out people. Yeah. Out people. Okay, he said, hi, whoever sees this, which is me. I'm really enjoying the podcast so far, and I really like your vibes. We have good vibes. No? We do have good vibes. Good vibes. He said, can you guys discuss your backgrounds and path to getting where you are now? Love Interesting. I feel like we have been a bit anonymous. Did we ever say our last names? It's on the... It's on the... Again, just slowly. I'm Yehuda Rostin. Eitan Kohan. Josh Akakian. And let's go around and let's say a bit about ourselves for Yaakov B and for everyone else listening. So, Josh. Yaakov, I B... Honored that you even care to ask about us. That really means a lot. Um, but uh, first off, if you guys can't identify us by our voices yet, my name is Josh Akakian. Um, I'm born in Houston, Texas. I was there till I was 18. And to, then I went to Yeshiva Tor Traga for a year. Um, unfortunately, I suffered... You grew up yeshivish? You, how'd you grow up? We, my family was... Uh, we, we weren't religious. Like We were very traditional until the age of like nine years old, which when she started keeping Shabbos. Mm-hmm. Um, until you were nine. Until I was nine, roughly. Really? Um, I remember, the, like, my first Shabbos a little bit here and there. Oh, nice. Yeah, but then, like, we would still, like, get ice cream at McDonald's, but no, no, no meat or, or anything hear. fried. Yeah. We'd get the ice cream. Things like that. And then a lot, lot we, um, we would drive to shuls instead. Of, we wouldn't go to shul, then we would drive to shul. No, we would always go to shul. 
Um, but we drive to Shul, and then one time, our, our if okay, we're going to details, my uh, my house had uh, had mold, and so while they were clearing out the mold, we were renting a house in the in the Jewish community as opposed to far away where we were living, and my mom was like walking like back from Shul with my dad and a bunch of like our our friends, and my mom just splurted, "We're moving here." My dad like looks at her like we have to discuss these things. What do you mean? How could you announce that to everyone? My mom was like non-negotiable. We're moving here. It's done. And that was more more religious. It was it, yeah because she like felt a community and felt family. Wow. My mom was really a massive spearhead in our in the religious growth in our family. Wow. Um, most matriarch, most like women are the the spiritual growth factors of the house. It's the chazals all over that say that the wife controls the spirituality of the home. Mm -hmm. And um, my home is only one example of the cloud. It's very true. But anyways, after after I went, uh, after I finished high school there, it was a co-ed modern school, like Bnei Kiva, the whole nine yards. um, I went to Shabbat Torah for a year. Unfortunately, I suffer from PPS, which is Persian parent syndrome, so I could not do Shadabet. <laughs> yeah, I could not do Shadabet. It's so funny because yeah. I kind of had the same thing. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I love really? Overlap yeah. from across the country, Baruch Hashem. Yeah. So yeah, I cannot do Shadabet. Honestly, in hindsight, I don't blame them. I didn't really take advantage of my year. Um, so like, why would they send, us, send me back if I wasn't doing well? Um, so I went to YU afterwards. And then after YU... Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I went to YU. What did you go for? Um, economics. Pretty much, I went for something. Five plus five, seven. I I just needed something that I can that when I'm in Shadokham I can say I have a yeah, degree because like that's because for some reason they care about that even though I'm never going to use an economics degree. Funny, but in the, in the, my daughter has to marry somebody world, educated. In the firm world, the less educated you are, like the more appealing. In As it should be. As it should be. Like if you say like I got a high school diploma, it's like ah, do we want him though? <laughs> but is he a good person? <laughs> And like if you can throw out if you can throw out like I bro I didn't even pass first grade, bro you're Sheesh. like whoa you're well, high on the shit up future Rosh Hashiva status right there yeah I mean, it's actually a joke I'm yeah, just joking man. for all the let's people that are uh, wait wait about wait that. one second uh, you the five plus five ten. Oh, nice. Wow, you see that? You see? Uh, All right. So, but yes, yeah, so then I went to YU. After YU, I, uh, w- my family moved to Los Angeles. And then um, and then from LA, I got married and I came to Eretz and joined the Jerusalem Kolel, the Kolel of my Rebbe. So, for those that don't know, the Jerusalem Kolel is a Kolel that trains Kiruv professionals. And the medium that they use is through classes and teaching a lot of halacha here. So, yes. people were attracted to this Kolel for multiple reasons. Some because of halacha, some because mm-hmm. of... Rabbi Berkowitz, who's a very, very big attraction to the call, some because they want to help out Kaleisro. So, Josh, what is your main reason? I guess, so, the reason why I wanted to come here, at, in, really, was for is, was multiple reasons. The main, main reason was obviously Ashkafa and Rebbe. Personally, like, in Houston, like, if you aren't part of the, if you don't do things for the community, then the community has nothing to do. Mm. Like, it's, it's a small, it's, it's a community that back when I was there, it was on the smaller end of things. Not like now where it's blown up and it's become massive. When I was there, like, we only had a handful of restaurants and the best burger was sold out of a grocery store. Mm. Like, it wasn't, really? the, yeah, shout out to Randall's, unbelievable burgers back Randall's, in the day. Yeah. Randy's, as we'd call it back. I wouldn't buy a burger from a grocery store. Does that make me a bad person? No, yeah, bro, just, what do you mean? The, it the, makes me a bad person, though. The meat, so the meat is freshest, and they had a kosher <laughs> bakery there, so the bake, the bread was fresh. Bro, there's this guy. He would like not make French fries because like we ran out of French fries. He's like, bro, you have potatoes right there. Just make, just make the French fries. I hear. And he would make the French fries. Oh, nice. And they were fresh. You knew okay. it. Anyways, but yeah, absolutely. So, so, so I was always involved in doing things for the community, and then a natural outgrowth of doing things for the community is if you care about somebody the most, you want to give them what's most. important. 
important. Mm. And so for in my in my mind, like if I care about my community members, then giving so you're them really a coming tour, here, if I'm understanding this correctly, to go back as a more um, capable person to influence. It. Exactly. I do keep one day in Israel though. Shout out to Aldous Farden. One day is just throwing this out there. There's a um, a halachic difference between um, non-Eretz Israel people and Eretz Israel people. People in Eretz Israel, when the Chag comes, they'll keep one day. For people out of Eretz Israel, they'll keep two days. That's for Shavuos, for Sukkot, for Pesach, for first and second days. Do not take any halachic ruling off of this. Ask yeah. the local that's right. Exactly. Josh, that was excellent. Beautiful, beautiful. Honestly, it's actually really nice to hear where you're coming from. It's weird. I, I, I can't say I look at you different, but respect you more, I guess, in a certain way. Interesting. Um, you have a degree in economics, and you still don't know math. That takes a lot of guts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just want to throw it to Eitan now. Eitan, you know, give us a little overview of you. How are you guys? My name is Eitan Cohen. I grew up in Santa Monica, California. Went to modern Orthodox school growing up, all the way through high school. And then... After that, I went to college. I wanted to go to high school, but then I also suffered from Persian parent syndrome, and they did not want me to go to yeshiva. So again, Persian parent syndrome, I, I actually did, never heard of this. Yeah. Is when your parents don't want you to go to yeshiva, I guess? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Persians are really into it. No, because maybe they, 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 they're no. scared that you're going to become a rabbi and never work again in your life. Yeah, so yeah, Persian parent is um, is either afraid that somebody will become a rabbi and they won't work, or they'll just be afraid that like you won't eat at their house anymore because you don't trust their kashras. Yeah. Right. So, so I didn't go to yeshiva. I do have a degree in finance. I went to SMC, which is the Harvard of Community Colleges. What's yeah. a fifteen percent discount on a hundred dollar item? Fifteen dollars. Oh, yeah. You see the Harvard of Community Colleges? Yeah, it that's is. Like saying, that's like saying. That's like saying the Harvard of Community Colleges. It's that's true. like saying it's like the gold of. Uh, okay, I don't want to say, but yeah. <laughs> does it make sense, bro? It's, yeah, it's, Why it are you does. disrespecting my degree? 100%. I feel like it deserves to be disrespected. Oh, oh my goodness. You see, even me, after I went to YU, I did do some classes in SMC. Oh. So. Santa Monica College, the Harvard right. of Community Colleges. Colleges. Yeah, maybe. Okay, and then I transferred to USC, the University of Southern California. I got a degree in finance. Jeez. And I was kind of getting more inspired towards the latter years of my college experience, connected with some Rabbanim that I felt were really genuine. And I still always had that drive that wanted to go to yeshiva. So after college, I went to Or Sameach. Mm-hmm. Or is that cure of yeshiva? Or is a Baltruvi yeshiva in Malo Dafna in Yerushalayim. It had a tremendous impact on my life. I How was, long were you in Or Sameach? I was there for a little less than a year, actually. Yeah, not so long, but Baruch Hashem, I was able to build a good foundation. And after that, I went to Los Angeles. I was learning like a good amount of the day, maybe like three, four hours while I was working as well. Um, I got married. And after I got married, I came three weeks after I got married. I came straight to Yerushalayim. I'm I'm learning the Jerusalem Kulam. I'm loving it. I feel like... like What do you think think, uh, drove you to choose a Kulam such as this one? I think a place that I could learn while getting a good Hashkafa. Um, and also, I was involved in Kirov while I was in Santa Monica. There aren't so many from families there. Very nice. So while I was there, I was leading Minyanim, I would give classes, I would teach people Torah. Really? Yeah. As we call it on the streets, he was making moves. I was... Yeah, I was money that. moves. I was, money moves. I was, I was making money and I was making moves. Very nice. and, That's right. And now I'll pass it on to Yehuda. So I definitely have a different background than... Uh, honestly, I respect these two guys. It's, it's like... It's demeaning to say what I have to say, but... I think I do have my own journey, and it has beauty in its own right, I think. Of course. Um, I was born in 
Detroit, actually Oak Park, which is a suburb of Detroit. We call it Detroit because that's the major city in the area. And no one would know what I'm talking about if I said Oak Park, Michigan. Grew up in Detroit, in Oak Park. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, Yeshiva Beth Yehuda over there, Beth Yehuda, until <clears throat> eighth grade, went to the Yeshiva Gidol over there. My family is a from family, by the way, until 10th grade. 10th grade, I jumped to Lakewood. Actually, at that point, I started shifting my life. Like, I, I guess I was, I don't want to say typical, but more or less the average guy I, in regards to, like, you know, keeping Torah. You're not average. Thank you. But it. in regards to my, like, how I felt towards... You know, Judaism definitely started turning, I would say, right there. And I, I, you know, right after I left there, I went to Elizabeth for a year. Um, Who's she? Elizabeth is a town in New Jersey. Oh. Oh. (laughs) You have a southerner and a west coast guy. You gotta be one. (laughs) So I did Elizabeth, New Jersey for a year. year, And then I went to Rabbi Friedman's Yeshiva. So I think, like, I started to not find myself in, in, uh, when I was in about 11th grade. And the journey lasted until I, I think, went to Rabbi Friedman's yeshiva in Lakewood called, it's called Yeshiva Base Mayor. I don't know the official name. A lot of the more yeshiva from Orthodox places just are called by the rabbi's last name. Mm. Respectful not, I don't know. That's just kind of what it is. Um, so I went to Friedman's um, for five years. And that's where I think my journey started in really discovering myself. The entire time, I always appreciated, I don't know, I started off doing, I started off in a Kirov camp out of ninth grade. I went to Ura. Um, and then, then Chai Forever, um, which is for kids with. I'm sorry, when you say you went to a camp, were you, were you a counselor? Were you yeah, I was a counselor in Ura um, for the teens there. And then I, athletic, the next year, sports? I'm literally the most not athletic. Sports counselor is basically the referee, but due to the fact that the kids that you're coaching are sometimes younger, mm. you don't really, unfortunately, have to know the rules. Can you blow a whistle? Dude, can I blow a whistle? <laughs> you know it. So I went to. We were a few years, and I went to Camp Chai Forever, which is for kids that have their parents who have uh, sickness, and it's a big brother program. I did that for, maybe it was two years. Then I went to Camp Shai, that's a camp for kids with Down syndrome. First year I was a counselor, next year I was the head counselor, and I always, always enjoyed helping people. So then we, I got married, Baruch Hashem. Oh, And my wife had to finish her degree in nursing, because I don't have any degrees, I'm not, I don't have a degree in finance. Did that help you in Shadokan? It did. It did. It was like it was like, dude, you are the most least educated person I know. You'll be top in Shadokan, which is how we're both world. I mean, the more you can't support your family, the more high on the market. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, so I was definitely a high candidate in that area, Baruch Hashem. Yeah. Um, I so my Rebbitzin was finishing her nursing degree, so we stayed in America for a few months, and we jumped our stroll. I started learning the mirror for the first time. I had not come here for yeshiva. Learned here for a year, and then I joined the Jerusalem Coal because I like to help people, and Kirov seemed like the best uh, medium to do that while serving Shushan. Was wow. there a specific alumni that drew you to here? Yes. The Ben Shushans are a major inspiration of mine, and just for the fact of being real and genuine, I think uh, they really uh, are amazing in that area. So that's so cool. So you, you've become familiarized with the, with the JK through the Ben Shushans, but like, so you came, why Dafka did you come here? Like, what drew you to here? What do you want to get out of this place? I want to get out of being able to help people, and that's really it. And I feel the best way to help people is to bring them closer to something that I believe in, wow. which is Judaism. Wow. So I felt like that was this is the right place to do it. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us and thank getting to know us a little bit. Um, we really appreciated you taking the time out of your day to get to know us, um, listening to us. We really are honored by your viewership or hearing ship. Hearing ship, because it's audio medium. It's audio medium. Um, hey, what medium is this? 
Nice. I would say it's more medium rare. I mean, nice. Medium rare steak on a hot plate on Shabbat. Oh, is it allowed? Or is it not? Find out next time. No, you're not going to find out. When you ask your local rabbi. Yeah, <laughs> rabbi See you guys. Yeah, have a great day.